This is a KCIM News Update with News Director Nathan Cones. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, John, and morning, everyone. Iowa 4th District Representative Randy Feistra is pushing legislation that would increase the federal government's monitoring of foreign investment in American farmland. Currently, the U.S. Department of Agriculture Farm Services Agency passively tracks foreign ownership of ag land, and Feistra says the numbers are startling. Foreign investors own 37 million acres of American agricultural land. That's more than the state of Iowa. Think about that. Foreign investors own more than the state of Iowa in our country. And I thought, this is not good. Plus the fact that they own land near Air Force bases, like in Grand Forks, North Dakota. It's owned by Chinese Communist Party. This is scary stuff. The USDA has tracked foreign purchases since 1978 when Congress passed the Agricultural Foreign Investment Disclosure Act. Low-scale foreign investment is typical, but recent trends show purchases are increasing. Feinster says the government needs to better monitor foreign actors looking to buy up farmland. So what I said is I want transparency. I want to know who owns the land and what we could do. The bottom line for me is that American farmland belongs to the American farmer. And we got to pass it on to the next generation and not to outside interests, especially our adversaries. This is truly alarming, and I am really going to push this agenda hard in our next Congress. Everybody knows now I've been advocating for this over the last two months and ringing the bell on it, saying we have to wake up and see what's happening in our country. Earlier this month, Feenstra, along with Representatives Elise Stefanik of New York and Rick Crawford of Arkansas, introduced the Agriculture Foreign Investment Transparency Act in the U.S. House. The bill strengthens the original AFIDA by actively monitoring foreign land acquisitions and requires USDA to publish AFIDA reports on its website. Recently, Iowa State University released a report showing farmland prices in the state have reached record highs, often leaving newcomers to agriculture unable to start. says the 4th Districts must continue producing farmers. We have to make sure that the next generation of farmer is getting this land to be productive. and They know best, right? They know how to treat the soil. They know how to take care of it. Do you think a foreign investor cares about soils and the production of it? Not at all. And that's what, what is so concerning to me. No action has been taken on the bill in the current Congress, and it is unlikely to move before the end of the year. However, Feinster says this will be a key issue for him when Republicans officially take the majority in the 118th Congress next month. The head of the Iowa Democratic Party plans to step down in the wake of a vote by the National Party to put the South Carolina primary ahead of Iowa's historically first caucuses. Ross Wilburn announced on Saturday that he won't run for re-election as party chairman in January. In addition to losing their first-in-the-nation status, Democrats lost several key races last month as Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley cruised to re-election, and two longtime Democratic officeholders lost their positions. The next chairman will lead Iowa Democrats as they decide whether to comply with the National Party's decision or follow a state law that requires the caucuses to be held at least eight days before any other presidential nominating contest. And many daycare operations in the state are struggling to keep qualified workers on staff due to so many other entry-level jobs that pay more, creating a nightmare for parents. A public-private partnership in north-central Iowa is bucking the trend by supplementing pay for daycare workers. McKinley Bailey of Webster City serves on the Hamilton County Child Care Coalition. We've gone from a dumpster fire to a success here in Hamilton County that people all around the state are looking to replicate. We've gone from a point where we had half-empty buildings 
to one where now both Riverview and Webster City Daycare are starting to think about, okay, how can we get some more space for more kids? The coalition's Doug Fullman says the formula is simple, as the partnerships is able to boost worker wages, which cut down on the turnover. Fullman says daycares were closing in droves just a year and a half ago. They were losing staff. They couldn't recruit new staff in. So the number of children that they could watch every day was was diminishing seemingly on a monthly basis. And that was really putting our local families in a tough situation. They couldn't find child care. The two big centers here in Webster City, they had a two to three, maybe even four-year wait list. Once the coalition was created, everything changed, according to Hamilton County Economic Development Director Cindy M. She says city and county agencies worked with employers and others to supplement daycare workers' wages. Their wages are up almost 12 bucks an hour now, you know, plus on top of that, they get the 2 to $4 bonus, so it's been a a huge factor in them being able to retain their workers and hiring on new workers. Some daycare workers had been making as little as $8 an hour before the shift. Now there are even recruitment bonuses over $500. The coalition has raised more than $700,000 for a workers fund through private and public contributions. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 8 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. I appreciate it, Nathan. Thanks for the news update. Once again, your local news, you can find all of it on the website through the mobile app. Another great way to do that. You get streaming, podcasting, the Brinks Exteriors, Radar, of course, and all the other information you get on the website is available through that mobile app. So my suggestion, yeah, download that. Just search KCIM in your app store now.